0: One, two, three, four. Hudson around to Carey. Hudson lassoed by Talon. Look at Talon. Look at Talon.
1: And the All Blacks starting quickly. And... (laughs)
2: <laughs> Welcome to Redfern Gumnut HQ, and we are breaking new ground today. As Mr. Fisho Fish has his own microphone, do you feel liberated? How crisp do I sound right now, Tom? I sound quite crisp. I'm going to have to That's monitor some, your I'm levels I'm concerned about his levels, go. Tom. I'm, I'm <laughs>
1: definitely gonna, getting a lot of fisho. Just and am just uh, turn him
2: down a bit. Um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, another fantastic week of sport behind us, another fantastic week of sport ahead of us, and... Uh, Today what we're going to do is we're going to uh, briefly uh, look forward into the AFL season that's about to kick off on Thursday with a new segment called Headlines and we're going to return an old classic, an old family favourite, Fisho's Fish Fingers. Sorry, Fisho's (laughs) Fact or Fiction. Uh, I want to know what Fish
1: Fingers Fingers segment is.
2: Fisho's Fish Fingers is just, (laughs) I was going to say, like, Fisho talking in depth about his hands. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I also tried to come up with something <laughs> yeah, I was and I, like... I got nothing, so full credit to you for, for, for trying to push through and making it work.
2: Thank you, thank you. But before we get uh, kick-started into- I'm really the...
1: glad you made that point, Tom, because where were you on Sunday? What do you mean? Actually, well, we, yeah. we
2: were at my
3: place and then the pub watching the Waratahs, and, which you got an invite to, but you turned that down, didn't didn't you? What
2: were you doing? Were you at a different sport? I was at a different sport. Yeah, what what, what, we what sport were they? I was at Bruno Mars. Oh, oh for God's what
1: sake. What were you doing before Bruno Mars? Actually, yeah, good stat.
2: Well, I'll be honest, he didn't go on until 9.30, so I probably could have joined you at the pub. But, but mate, he's an entertainer.
0: I don't care. I heard a rumour you were actually shopping for plants as well. It's like I was also shopping for plants. It's the double whammy.
1: Gardening is not a sport. Guys, it's emerging. When right, Bruno... It's not a
2: sport, it's a game. When Bruno... <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: When I see Gardening 2018 and it's literally a game where you press A to make your grass grow, then I will call it a game.
2: I shit you not, a fantastic game is Farming, farming simulator. simulator. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: This was supposed to be a roast on Tom How did we get onto to Farming Simulator? I have deflected this well Why do you guys agree on this? This is dumb
2: Farming Simulator is awesome It's, it's everybody's it's so dream can has
1: nothing a, to do with sport A big
2: combine harvester Yeah, and then you can upgrade caused, to the John Deere, it's brilliant It's because agriculture is a game um, but
1: To the Chinese Before <laughs>
2: Alright, <laughs> but before we uh, kick on into the main segment it's time for a little bit of learnings Boys, what did we learn from the last week in sport? Joe, I know you're particularly excited to share what you learned this weekend.
0: Mm. Well, it was just, just getting used to being a, you know, a, a genuine rugby fan and watching all teams equally and liking it for the game. And then the Reds have come out and impressed me with a record, what, third win in a <laughs> row in row. five years. Yeah.
1: It's that's the incredible. First time in five years. Oh, my but no, God. That's, what, that's not what did it for me. Low think, expectations are brilliant.
0: Yes. Yeah, I think Jack will agree with me in saying that it was a very starchy performance because like, there's, starchy. No, there's no source... But you can't just eat sauce. You can just eat starch. It was a genuine
1: <laughs> potato bake of a performance. There was layers. There was yeah. depth. Distinct lack of cheese, but a lot of potato.
0: Yeah, so the Reds, you know, very, very solid in the forwards. Nothing flashy in the backs, but the handling was good. And against a team like the Jaguares, who are very hot and cold and prone to bursting, um, that's all you need to do to uh, to, to beat them.
1: So the, the thing that I'm kind of picking up on this is, is kind of, the The way that the the story is more more important than what's actually going on, right? So you go, Brad Thorne is now the coach, and suddenly there's a whole bunch of bandwagon supporters because basically having him as the as the coach means that we the Reds are now every New Zealand person's second team.
0: Which is great. Is Which like, is really
1: good because Brisbane was was already basically a New Zealand city anyway yes. <laughs> based on like the level of immigration there. So I, for one, actually welcome our, our South Front overlords. Yeah. Uh, to, but, you know, four and a half million people behind the Reds. Maybe we'll get a few people to do a game next week. Yeah. How much
2: of an impact is Brad Thorne? Because... The team has well, that, changed as, a as little a bit mm. as a coach, but like if we were to do the econometric analysis and to isolate the impact of Brad Thorne, mm. how much of an impact has he had?
3: Um So you say there's been a few player changes. The first thing to note is he brought them all in. They all came on after mm. he signed them all late after he came on as coach. Secondly, the young ones that weren't signed, they came from his Queensland country team of last season. So, Basically, all the changes he's been responsible for. Mm. And he's really sort of brought... It, like, Brad Thorne's thing as a player was really hard, starchy defence. like Starchy defence. So, basically, there are... Ja- it's jacket potatoes. They're, they're, a team of 15, <laughs> they're a team of 15 Brad Thorne's. It's units. Yeah. It's units for days. May,
2: may I, I, so, his whole, he's like, Ford's everywhere. Yeah. Just it's everyone ru- is now a second row.
3: It's roller. fucking basically. root vegetables, mate. Yeah. <laughs> may I use defence as a segue into my learning of the week? Of course you can. Um, well,
1: I'm not finished talking about Brad Thorne. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, the The Broncos uh, looked at a new defensive structure this week, which is if you're short a defender on the goal line, just use a goal post. So, oh, doesn't, work so so union, so
0: doesn't, doesn't work, work in union, though.
3: Doesn't work in union. Works in league, though. So the Cowboys behind by four with, like, a minute to go. Thurston puts Scott Bolton in a hole. He's five meters out charging for the line. It's a sure thing, basically. Uh, which was the Broncos player that tackled him? Was it... Oh, uh, Matt, Matt Lodge was on the ground somewhere. No, he, he's it was, in the bad place. He's in, in the a lot bad ways. place. <laughs> um, Matt Lodge, was it, was it Tamari know Martin? Well, I,
0: I can't he, remember, but he was in the clear. I was yeah. like, oh, this is so, it. So
3: is one it. Broncos latched on to Scott Bolton, pushed Scott Bolton into the post with such a force that Scott Bolton's then knocked the ball on, securing the game for the
0: Broncos. Loose carry. I
1: read something about this game. Someone goes, the... The Broncos Cowboys rivalry Is now the greatest rivalry In world sport And I was like Yeah it is And then I was like Hmm The religious warfare That went on between Celtic and Rangers Yeah Nah Fuck that noise (laughs) And then I was like The political ideologies Underpinning Real Madrid and Barcelona Nah It's Cowboys and Broncos This is El
2: Clasico It is I still don't think it's an Adelaide derby In the AFL though (laughs) 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 That is Bogans versus posh people. It's the ultimate divide. It is. Yeah, Cowboys, broadcast is Bogans
1: versus (laughs) slightly
3: richer Bogans.
2: Um, My learning for this week is, boys, I've done it again. Mm. I watched a full game of rugby league. Oh, Not
1: the shellacking. Is Is that that why you didn't want to to come (laughs) over? You were like, I've done my one, boys. I'm going to Bruno Mars to fucking fist myself and have a nice time.
2: No, it was whilst I was working on Sunday afternoon and it was the shellacking. No.
1: I learned that
2: attending... Team can actually lose a game of Rugby League League 50, was it 56-0? 9 tries no, 54-0 Only one
0: I, person scored twice Everyone in the team
1: scored I'm <laughs> astonished that anyone in Rugby League Knows how to count above 50
2: I know, but like It was so bad I've actually never seen a game of Rugby League Ever so one-sided You've watched the Maroons <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there <is.
0: sighs> uh. Uh. <laughs> Rugby League I'm sorry. I'm still trying no, to... Look, 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 Parramatta is the real villain here. I'm sorry, but Tim Manners' eyebrows and bald head <laughs> yeah. combination is not doing it <laughs> for he, me. He, is, he looks like an evil henchman. Exactly. What, is, is,
1: what is, like, Jared Hayne playing table tennis for the country or something like that? <laughs> I, what the I, fuck's I, going I on? So was he just not It's playing? always been his dream. No. No. Is he, is he number one? What's, isn't he playing for Parramatta?
2: He's playing in the centres. Oh.
1: They just... They sucked. They just... But Hayne's always been... But hang on a second. Here's an idea. We can fix Parramatta. Brad Thorne, not only an amazing (laughs) rugby union player, also an amazing rugby league player for the Broncos from about 2001 through 2005. Bring him in. The first code switching coach. Oh, I like oh, that. That's, oh, that's, that's, that's beautiful. That's that's really good. That could, I think that could be dual international coach. Love I just it. want to see Michael Checker coaching sledging for. the No, the we remember team? we solved this.
2: Bring Checker over to the Socceroos. Oh, that's that's right. true. No, yeah. we brought Desi Hasler to the Socceroos. Oh, whatever.
1: Well, he's going uh, to have a job. That already. was our whole segment. What if you had Goose <laughs> Hiddink in charge of the Wallabies? I just don't know what would happen. It just feels like it's just like one of those things where if it goes well, it'd be brilliant. But if it goes wrong. You'd probably still have goose in the country, so it'd be all right. It would be
2: a lot of kicking.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we brought in a technical consultant, Goose Hiddick, on for work on our box kicks. Yeah,
2: like a lot of like grubbers in between the posts, and Mm. then premature celebrations.
1: Just imagining like this sort of slightly confused Dutchman wondering why the ball is isn't bouncing linearly.
2: (laughs) And Jack, what was your learning this week?
1: My learning was to transform a culture, you need to start at the bottom. Uh, this is my extra thing on Brad Thorne, uh, which is sorry to keep going back, but I just think it's really interesting. The reason why Queensland is suddenly coming back is it's not just because he's in charge at the top. Basically, the last um, the last three years, we brought Brad Thorne in uh, to coach at lower levels. So he started with Queensland under 20s and basically transformed the culture of Queensland under 20s to the point where we won the last two or three championships. They then took him to Queensland Country where he's an assistant coach for a year. They're rubbish. And then he took over, and then he won that. So it's essentially just like you can't just bring players in. It starts at the bottom. Like Quade Cooper is currently playing for Souths and doing nothing. Well, he's, he's doing three, well. But three try South. assists, but he's yeah. being paid $700,000 a year to essentially do a David Pocock, except it's kind of less left wing.
0: Yeah. yeah. I like By the that, way, though. By the way, so quick, quick shout-out to our other rugby listeners. Um, the Rebels and the Waratahs was a good game as well. Yeah. Um, Rumby's. do they have a bye? No, they, Rumby's beat the sharks. Rumby's
1: beat the sharks. It was actually the best Australian Super Rugby weekend performance since 2016. Wow. Mark it Three in team. your calendars. Three you teams one. Talk Rug- about rugby's it in back. Your
3: rugby's back. It's was going to be stifled.
1: Call. Exactly. Uh, there's well, a
3: rugby game at the SCG in a few weeks, Tom. That is, We're coming for you. That is We're coming yeah, for me. So I've never
2: heard anything so infuriating in my entire life.
1: I am just so damned angry it's not funny. I have just taken my membership cards from my three sons and myself and I've just put them in the microwave.
2: The AFL gets started this Thursday night and, boy, gee whiz, Am I excited? Big boy, tell Big us boy everything. McAvoy is very excited. Well, he- now, instead of previewing this upcoming AFL season with a picks and predictions or uh, even a buy and sell, we are going to introduce a new segment to the podcast. So we are about to do a segment that we're calling Headlines. So each of us is going to tell you a headline that we think you will definitely see on AFL.com.au this year and another headline that we think you definitely won't see on AFL.com.au this year. So we can get a little bit of a vibe for what we think some of the big storylines are going to be out of this next AFL season. Now, Joe... I understand that you've had a chat with the AFL.com editorial team. You've had a bit yep. of an inside scoop. Yep. What do you think is going to be the headline that you will see in the 2018 season?
1: AFL.com.au news is the news.com.au of sports
0: news.
2: I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's a bad thing. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> uh, Tom, I've got a ripper for you, if I don't say so myself. I'm just going to get you to read it aloud into the crowd, please.
2: Sure. Here is Joe's will happen AFL headline. Apple just bought the popular Roaming Brian series, and fans are not happy. Joe, <laughs>
0: tell us about what Apple is going to be doing with Roaming Brian. What a travesty! Oh, mate, as we've seen, Apple is trying to follow in the footsteps of Netflix and uh, buy their way into original content. Uh, they did it with uh, Carpool <laughs> Karaoke, and that was an absolute stinker. And I think they're going to get into sports, and they're going to pick something that's not the main event, but rather a small little, little tidbit of you know the bigger picture. In this case, Roaming BT. So Roaming BT,
2: for those of you that haven't seen it before, is when uh, Brian Taylor, BT himself, goes into the rooms post-match and does interviews with players like in their undies. <laughs> Or the robes, yeah. Or, yeah, in their robes. Sometimes it's not even plays. It's basically whoever wants to talk to. Oh, him. I literally That's saw him interview somebody's cousin once.
1: <laughs> That's a good segue into me because I actually think the opposite to Joe. I think, think- that I think that Roaming Brian is going to be cancelled after BT is fly kicked by a naked Toby Green. <laughs>
0: No, fans what? will not be happy. What is it about Something BT? Is,
1: roaming what? Brian is just what. He was is just it like it was? the first just funny thing just about costing people. What, what is it about Roaming Brian? We're
0: all Roaming Brian. <laughs> a little. We're no, exactly. no, It's, it's, a, of us it's a just people Brian.
1: are perverts, and like allowing roaming Brian in to see a bit of cheeky ass cheek and ask someone what they think after a loss is just what this society needs.
0: He's a huge man with a moustache, and he's interviewing people's mums after the game. It's so inappropriate, but it's great. Does anyone else have a roaming Brian headline? I I, I don't. <laughs> thank God. <for> that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom. Do you want to hear my? you will not hear. Yes. You will not read. Oh, I'm going to get Jack to read it for me. Mm. There you go. There's the headline. <clears throat> Just do my best voice.
1: AFL news. Wowee! Carrera packed out as Gold Coast gets a vibe going. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The sub says, uh, 50,000 fans made the boog down to Gold Coast this weekend as the Suns season really kicks into high gear. As You can see there's a lovely photo. of. Uh, let me tell you, I was trying to get a Google Images shot of <laughs> Suns fans, like enough of them kind of so it looked like there could have been more. And it was really hard. Well, they've never been seen in groups of more than three. It was was sparse. It was slim pickings, yeah. I can't
1: work out if it's some sort of superstition or if it's actually just because at the Gold Coast you're not allowed to gang up on things. So
2: I guess, Joe, you're trying to say that you don't think the uh, Suns are going to turn around anytime soon.
0: That's right. I think Cavalav is just not a good training ground if you're a a Sharon player. I think you can't manufacture a team there. I think at least um, Greater Western Sydney are having wins uh, so they can ride on that, but Mm. the Suns sun's just, no, sorry.
3: Like, nothing there. Let's be honest. Com Games, uh, so Carrara's the main stadium for that, finishes yeah. on April 16th. They're tearing that thing down once it's done. There's Where going no to play? Uh, basically, all their games are away until, like, round eight. Oh, That'll be good for them. Oh, are, they do, are
0: they doing, like, Shanghai with Koshi? Even, even their home game. <laughs> I think, they game,
3: I think they're taking a game to Tasmania
0: or something. Oh, for God's know. sake. All right, does anyone have good news?
1: Well, I've got some good news. This year's won't happen is Dusty Martin's dad allowed back in the country?
0: (laughs) (laughs) A real good news story. It's a
1: real good news story for just people in general, I think, and also probably for Dusty because his dad is a notorious sleaze and scummy person, notable bad influence on Dusty himself. Not allowed back in the country. Peter Dutton has not decreed him to be a South African farmer. Yeah. just
2: don't let him don't let him cross the Tasman. No, it's that. just not on. <laughs> He's not a
1: South
0: African farmer. not. Oh god. <laughs> uh,
3: that ties in because my will happen was going to be Dustin's brownlow defence in doubt due to a suspension or fistfight.
2: Oh, okay. So you're saying that Dusty is a bad, bad boy?
1: Ah, uh, I. He's not only is a big boy, but he yeah. is a bad boy. He's going
2: to go to the bad place.
1: I, I think that,
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If I was an AFL coach, first rule would be tagged Dustin Martin. I don't think that, I think Dustin Martin's response to being tagged would be to throw a fist. Yep. And then we sort of know there's new AFL review panel. They're going to come down hard. Exactly.
2: I think it will be interesting for Dustin Martin because he was definitely on the straight and narrow. You could see him like deliberately towards the end of last season trying to be a good boy mm. and not bump or whatever. Um, but yeah, we'll be really interesting to see if he can, you know, back up mm. Brownlow. It's hard to get two Brownlows in a row. Mm.
1: Has anyone ever done it? Yes, Robert Robert Harvey did it.
2: Yes, uh, I don't know. Jason Akermanis. Jason Akermanis. Yeah, definitely he got did one when it. he was standing up, and one when he was doing a fence.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, here's my will happen. Eddie vows to go down with the ship as Collingwood rebuilds their rebuild. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so true. It's That's always Oh, fired, we've been rebuilding
2: for 10 years. I swear to God, this team has been rebuilding for oh, literally mate. the last five or six seasons. And I think that the problem is it's almost like when loyalty gets... When loyalty is too much. Oh, yeah. Because Buckley should have been fired maybe two seasons ago. Probably into ago. his first season. If they can't rise to a probably in the realms of like maybe eight to seven. If they're not yeah. hovering around eight yeah. to seven for yeah. most of the year, I reckon you will see the ax swing.
1: Well, it'd be the classic where Buckley will lose eight in a row and then he'll win one against a big club. And then they'll, and then all they'll go, be like, then they'll be like another oh, they,
2: three seasons. Of
3: yeah. They do
0: just enough to stay there.
3: But yeah. there was a stat being thrown around halfway through last season. It was even before the season finished where he did worse than the previous year. He'd set the record for the most consecutive years of his team being worse than the previous year. Yeah. The most consecutive years <laughs> well, of rebuild. God. He's not rebuilding and it, he's
2: unbuilding
3: he's it. Meddling, he's he's so he's him, it.
1: He's taking so it he's, by he's, piece by piece.
2: So that's my one that I think definitely will happen. Have you got a won't for sure?
1: Uh,
3: I've got a won't. I've also got a right because Robert Harvey, Brownlow Mail 97, 98. Boom. Right right oh. boomer.
1: There well, it we looks go. like Tom has to give up and become a league fan. Now, now I'm going
3: gonna, I'm gonna to present two versions of the same headline. I want you guys to tell me what's more likely. Um, the headline Brisbane Lions team in hot water after visit to the strippers after grand final win. <laughs> now, show
0: girls. No, is it bad
3: girls? No, no my, so my, girls. My, my question is do you reckon that's less likely if it's the Lions women's team or men's team? Oh, that's good from you. That's good. Because the men would almost certainly go, but they won't win. And the women could win, but they almost certainly won't go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what do you guys reckon? Wow. This is good from This Is this this your factual fiction? This is like like a brain tease. It's it's like a tongue twister. This is like
0: the trolley problem.
1: What do you you reckon? Fisho, can we solve it using the travelling salesman? (laughs) It's essentially, what do you reckon's more likely? The Brisbane Lions win this year or the girls go to showgirls. girls? girls I have, bender. <laughs> I have high hopes for the Lions this year because the women have won and everyone knows that it's fine. Do you know that Z- Dane Zorko, who I was reading up on because his last name is funny, <laughs> he didn't even make the draft and now he's one of the best players in the club. Yeah, yeah he's, he's very good. He's like one of the top ten How players. How did they not pick movie? him? Like, oh, he would have been my first draft pick because I prioritise names.
3: Also, the <laughs> the lions the lions the two best players are Dwayne, uh, Dane Zorko and Dane Beeb. So like funny Dains, Dane's the
1: Dane index. Well you know what you know what the Lions' problem is? We don't have enough Jareds. No, mm, no, Not mm. at all.
2: No. Um, I think it's far more likely that the women's team wins and goes to the stripper. Well, because yeah. you're
1: comparing with a zero percent chance with like a zero point zero one percent chance. So so, like it is marginally high. Marginally, marginally. Yeah. What do you got for us, Tom? Um, so
2: my uh won't see. Shanghai Stingers announced as AFL's newest expansion team. <laughs> what are you talking about? They love this shit. Look at the Gold Coast. I think that this is the year where we finally give up on international expansion and focus on, you know, perhaps Tasmania first. Are we going
1: to put up some fucking trade barriers on sport now? Is that what's happening? Hope, are we turning in? I, I hope there's
2: a tariff on Australian sport.
1: <laughs> Very protectionist. That's not how that works. You must protect you put a tariff on soccer. <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah, honestly, I think there's a there is a lot of chat going around the league about how stupid international expansion really is. They introduced AFL X this year to be like a format that can travel internationally. Which is woeful. Oh God. I think that it's because apparently the a- it
1: was like watching an like an intensive care unit.
2: No, it was, like, it was like watching a training drill. It was watching a training drill. So I think that this is the year where they abandon some of those, if not abandon, but bring it down a little bit, mm. and just you know focus on you know fucking Queensland, the desert
0: dingoes, <laughs>
1: you know, like you it's, know, yes, it's time. on, it's on. It's like you know there's like. Two and a half million people that live like north of Gladstone or something like that. Yes, so you could probably. There's an opportunity there.
2: Yeah, for sure. May
1: pull that number out of nowhere. The Gladstone bananas, what's this space. Also, I'd take exception to your Shanghai stingers. Surely it should be the Shanghai Shaolong (laughs) Baos.
2: One, what, and, what? and their what fucking is mascot is a dumpling. What well, would you know? No, a Shaolong Bao is a super It's actually, it's actually, it's actually.
0: I
1: It's actually, it's actually Xiaolongbao I just changed it to an, an yeah. SH to bastardize it so it would work. That's fine. I forgot how. Okay no, with
3: that. Remember, remember the practice episode we did on AFL expansion. I'd
1: forgotten how like borderline that was. How <laughs> fuck? How is that <laughs> racist? That's genius. The Shanghai Shaolong Bows. It's genius. <laughs> um. And then I've, I've actually, um,
2: I've included one more <laughs> headline here. This is my want headline. Mm. This is my headline that I want to happen. Western Sydney embraces the Giants as they secure first grand final berth.
1: I don't want that to happen. What do I, I want to happen? I want Patrick Dangerfield <laughs> suspended in round one and then goes on to win the medal tally.
0: <laughs> Okay. I think, Tom, I think you've hit on something here because I think that is what it will take. That's what it will take. For people to get around them. Yes.
3: Why do you you want that? I want that to happen because. Do you want Toby Green to have a premiership? No. Do you want Toby Green to have more premierships than Nick Rewald? He'll be banned. It's fine. that's good. But Nick Rewald cried once. (laughs) <laughs> so did Roger Federer And we all love him Oh do we um, Roger, Thurston yeah, cried.
1: Roger, Fed, Thurston, Roger Federer is a winner Thurston cried And we love uh, Thurston Thurston also a winner
2: um, Can I just finish my point here please oh. Gentlemen
1: um, I don't know if you noticed How I deliberately interrupted you Oh I did <laughs> And how
2: you deliberately Tried to change the subject As fast as possible So Western Sydney I agree Joe It will take getting to the grand final For the AFL to actually pick up In that area And I think that the AFL um deserves to be picked up in Western Sydney because the wanderers
0: Are you allowed flares at the AFL? Still no. That's good
2: for Mate, me. AFL we'd probably make an exception if it meant we could get a couple get thousand fans? more. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Do
0: you know that the FFA
1: is currently working with Western Sydney to create safe flares? That's how much <laughs> like that's a genuine fact. How fucking good is that, that? That's
3: both horrible and beautiful at the same time. That really is. Totally is. I,
1: I, think that, I think AFL is the one sport that transcends class boundaries. So I think it should not be allowed to succeed in Western Sydney.
0: <laughs> 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 uh. You can't be serious,
1: man. You cannot be serious! That ball is on the line!
3: Fisho's fact or fiction? Boys, what's our favourite stat in AFL? Handballs. <laughs> Uh, The Brisbane Lions one, were they good at
0: kicking it back out of their 50 but not into the forward 50? It's clearly Clangers. It
3: is clearly Clangers. Thank you, Jack.
0: I can't believe it
2: wasn't (laughs) (laughs) handballs.
3: So I was having a look at Clangers and I found something interesting. So, fact or fiction, Patrick Dangerfield led the league in Clangers last season.
1: Oh, Oh, that's good from you. It's
3: one of
0: those classic weird ones. Um, Is it the bluff or the double bluff? Who's worse than Patrick Dangerfield? Question.
1: Oh, a lot of significant people. number. Of people. <laughs> <laughs> right? Basically, thinking? based on that, I think
0: almost everyone except Dustin Martin.
2: Yes, based on the brown low count, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much everyone except Dustin Martin.
0: Has anyone was there? Mm, did you see any stats around people that were in the brown low count but also made lots of errors? You know, the high low people. No. Like, Okay.
3: <laughs> I
1: Googled clangers.
0: <laughs> Tom, I've got a
1: question for you. Yeah. Can you define a clanger for me? Okay,
2: me? I, think, I think the definition of a clanger is like a disposal. So it's usually a, a, a disposal that resulted in a large error.
0: Right. What would a large error be? Okay. Uh, so kicking, it, kicking
2: it out on the full would be a
0: clanger. Deliberate, disgusting. What about also oh, not a regulation like uh, you get a hospital pass and you get bald. No. So that's that's just a... that would just be like a
1: yeah. And did Dangerfield spend most of the season last year at full Ford or was he in the middle?
2: Uh Dangerfield last year spent I think quite a bit of time Ford. Yeah. He spent like I think sixty percent of his time in the Ford. Oh, I thought so it was less cool. than half. Yeah, yeah anyway. uh, it kind of changed yeah. as the season went on. He spent more time in the Ford
1: Fifty. Okay, right. I'm still, I'm still, I'm I'm, I'm, on. I'm a poo hound. I'm on the trail here. So <laughs> I
2: have no idea, for
1: sure. So he's a, he's a, he's. A, he played most of the time in the Ford. So what is a typical Ford-based clanger?
2: A Ford-based clanger would be, for example, a like a bad entry kick. So like a bad kick into the Ford 50 yeah. that then gets turned over. So like an interception
0: right.
3: yeah. would be a
2: clanger. Um, might, all my I, memories of... Sorry, you
3: go. I was going to say, I'm fairly sure if he misses an easy shot and it's a behind, that wouldn't be a clanger.
2: That wouldn't be a clanger. That's right. a behind.
3: I've yeah. got to say, I don't think you guys have ever thought this hard about a fact or fiction before before giving a go. Oh, well, you
1: know. You've got to get all the yeah, facts. Got be I just want to make sure my boys are, are on. As as we, as want I to, say, we want to
2: beat you, Fisher. As I say at work, hashtag gather inputs, guys. <laughs> You're never getting promoted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. So so are, we, are we ready, or do we need it, any more? I'm just thinking if I've got any more mm. questions. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna logically talk this through. Patrick Dangerfield. The okay. question is, he led the league in clangers. No, fact or fiction, he led the league in clangers.
0: So led
2: the league in. Clangers. I'll just add clangers. another piece of information. Right. Yeah. He probably also led the league in disposals. Or got pretty close so to by leading the league by in. my virtue of just the volume
0: of disposals. Exactly. You know, mm. one of them is going to be a little little yeah. turd. So, okay. so I reckon
2: I'm going to say, Fisho, that that is a fiction.
1: All right. Because the Brisbane Lions stuff up a lot. <laughs> no, but they stuff up as a team. There isn't like one person. Like like Dangerfield stuffed up maybe 60 times. Brisbane stuffed up 7 yeah. million times, but it's divided between 22. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think he was close, but I don't think he led the league.
0: Yeah, I'm with Tom on this one, Fisho. I reckon he was maybe third yeah. on the list, but... There's no way he was he was that bad.
1: I think Fisho's trying to psych us out. And also to keep it interesting, I'm gonna say Fisho is telling the truth. You think Ooh. it's a fact. I think it is a fact. Because why else would he come to the table with it?
2: I, I think because it might be that he saw him near the now we're just like commenting on Fishow's <laughs> psychology. <laughs>
1: Which I think we could make another we could do another <laughs> podcast on it. There could be an episode on having your own mic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'd fish Give us the sauce. All
1: right, so Tom and
3: Joe are going fiction Mm. and Jack is going fact and Tom and Joe are correct. Well done, boys. Tom, you actually hit the nail on the head. He was equal second with Luke Parker with 106 clangers. Top was Dusty with 120. Wow. Really?
2: Seriously, it's the yeah. volume of disposal. I was really upset
3: yeah, when you worked it right. out because I was like, that's the
1: only way they'll get this. <laughs> See, this is what, like, we're super slids here. Even though I was wrong, we're... I led the charge to the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> if, you,
0: if you said Dusty, do you reckon Tom would have just told it Well, out. the thing is, I was like, I,
3: I think if I'd said Dusty led the league in Clangers, people would have been like, the only way he's doing it is the thing. So I was like, so I went with second because it's. Just as surprising.
2: I, I tell you what, here's a stat that we could invent because I haven't seen it in any stat sheet. Clangers to disposals ratio. The, the Ooh, clangers cool. to disposals. I think ratio. that's gonna
3: be my stat for next week, honestly. Yeah, that's great. I, I wanna go we home. Should and Google start, that we number. should start tracking that, that. We could yeah. start
2: tracking that. Because for example, like if you are a terrible player, you've had ten disposals, four of them have been clangers. I reckon Dusty Martin would be like a like a ten, maybe fifteen percent. But yeah. because he just has so much volume of disposals. That uh, yeah, mm. take like completions. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Good fact or fiction, Fisher? Thank well done, you. Thank well you. Done. It's
1: the, the value though. of doing it every so often. Yes, yeah. instead of every week, they were really. Uh, I actually no, I worked. I worked that
3: one out in ten minutes at about three o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Oh, here goes Palmer, who picks it out of bounds on the floor
0: How could anyone do that?
1: Unka, gumnut of the week.
2: Who is the biggest danger in the field? This is Gumnut of the Week.
1: Tom, I'll kick us off because my phone's about to go flat. Uh, go on. One of my favourite economics writers in Australia is a bloke called George Megalogenus. And he's written some fantastic. Say it five times,
2: five uh, times. George Megalogenus. George Megalogenus,
1: George Megalogenus, George Megalogenus, George Megalogenus, eat shit. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, so, George Megalogenus is a fantastic economics writer and he's written a couple of books about the kind of history of Australia and how it uh, how kind of came into being. But, fellas, he has cooked his goose with his latest release. He has written a book called. The Football Solution: How Richmond's Premiership Can Save Australia. Oh. Richmond's premiership isn't life and death. It's more important than that. It's oh. the key to understanding our nation.
0: Jesus Christ. Oh god.
1: I think that might be the greatest overreach of 2018 so far, Georgie. I love you, mate. Is it all? Keep it up, but that is a huge overreach. AFL is not going to save the nation. Is
2: it all about giving, like, the Aussie battler a go? I
1: think I, I, might, re, I might read it and then review yeah. it for Gumnut. Can you? I think that great. feels Gumnut like it will yeah. be good, Oh, my yeah. God,
2: Gumnut reviews this stupid
0: book by this silly man. <laughs> no, he's
1: very good, but also this is a bit... Likes the Tigers
0: a bit too much. I always get him and Ange Postacoglu mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> Megan the Genius, Postacoglu. They're both coaches. Anyway, Tom... What? What? No, what?
2: Coaches stroke econ- economists. Gr-
0: Greek names. I'm not good with them. Tom, Greek names. Go. Uh, Zeus. <laughs> no, no you, you've got to... <laughs> You're firing you, you, the hit well you, today. You gum nut, you bum.
2: <laughs> okay. My gum nut of the week is the Commonwealth Games. So, really interesting. Uh, a news article has come out on, um, on the ABC. And, boys, they are not ready on the Gold Coast. They are not ready. They are taking a very Gold Coast approach. To the Commonwealth Games hospitality and the uh, athletes' village, and I just don't think it will fly. E.g., what do you reckon is going to be more popular in an athlete village, fruit or eggs? (laughs) When you said
1: fruit, and I was like jumping with condoms, and I was like, hmm.
0: "You can shove both of them." (laughs) (laughs) Oh god! There will be eight
2: hundred thousand pieces of fruit. At the games mm. But there will only be 100,000 eggs cracked
1: No How will they feel... make fruit flavoured omelettes?
2: <laughs> I know But I feel By the way This gut is fucking terrible
0: <laughs> It's um, so good who, who are you
2: giving it to? Is the uh, fruit Tom, on the eggs? Oh, sorry. Tom um, Sorry so, <laughs> uh, No, don't save okay. me for the show um, I'm, <laughs> This is
1: great I'm really looking forward to listening to this
2: <laughs> I've, I've, I've fucked the goose royal
1: um, <laughs> Tom, you've killed the goose with the golden fruit
2: Um, I'm giving it to fucking Commonwealth Games. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) you're on. All right.
3: um, Now, Tom has really butchered my... Joe stole my gum nut. So, yeah, and then I gave you a perfectly good backup. You ignored the fact the beds are too short.
2: (laughs) Uh
1: that's such a good problem. That's the best part. Here.
3: All the athletes are going to be tall because they're athletes and the bigs are too short for the average man.
0: Okay, good. There's the, a the time. The eggs were, were useful in this that, summer. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I...
1: I Okay, I'm going to move on because otherwise Tom will be my gumner. The good thing well, now Mike- is Fischo is <laughs> yeah. his own man with his own mic, so he's yeah. allowed to say whatever he wants about okay. Tom. <laughs> my my gunner is former Queensland
3: Premier, now Chairman of the Australian oh, Rugby League Commission. <laughs> be, be the
1: beady. Oh, Tom's come
2: back. Oh, damn it, I even watched the whole thing on it. <laughs> so
3: <laughs> so to, for perspective, John Grant, the previous commissioner, wasn't very popular, got the axe last year. One of his more famous gaffes was he was reading out the team sheet for the kangaroos. And he uh, read out someone from the Cronulla Hawks um, as well as the Winner Manly Seagulls. So, yeah, so he's like, he's cocked it royally. Right. That should have been gunned in some right. But anyway, Peter Beatty's come in. He's on the couch with Gus and Gus is doing an interview. now Gus is like g it up for the obvious joke. Now, now, before I start, which, which is a team that plays in the league? The Cronulla, the Cronulla Hawks, the Cronulla Seagulls or the Cron- Cronulla Sharks? And Petey couldn't bu- fucking answer it. Oh like, dear! He, he's like, uh, he uh, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, have a bloody
1: clue. I'll know next week or something. It's like you have one job. That's quite You've good, though. Literally one. No, job. No, he's holding him at arm's length. It's good. It's <sighs> exactly it. what they need. But Peter got be- too much power. Peter Beattie for tripping at the first very short hurdle in his job. <laughs> That's like which the- is going to be very hard. That's a minute of the week. That's an eighteen-second Meninga. Th- that is a. Sorry, I'm bugged. That's a, <laughs> sorry,
0: I'm That's yeah. a Made up, cooked. <laughs> That's good. All right. And to tie it all up, the Tom Stolen gumnut. Uh, my gumnut is to the A League for the most A League thing that has ever happened in the history of the A League. This is so good. So, Melbourne victory putting on a clinic against Central Coast. They're like 3 0 up. Uh, but the game suffered a four minute delay in the second half due to a broken goal net after winger Leroy George's ferocious strike. Literally, it busted the corner of the net. Yeah had to fix it right everyone wanted the game to continue but the match commissioner told the referee to stop play until the matter was rectified all right for some reason no one's got a zip tie or anything so the players have gone to the kit bag and pulled out some electrical tape and i have a photo here of the players literally fixing their own
2: goal net <laughs> no. in yeah. the A-League. The piece of this but, that was brilliant is all the players, there was no ladder either, so all the players literally just picked up like a centre-forward and like lifted a, him they, up. They did, so like, they did like
3: a rugby, rugby line-out
0: lift. So for context this. here, I've got a photo on the left of Leo Messi being chaired off uh, <laughs> yeah. for, for, uh, for Barca, yeah. and then I've got a photo of an A-League player being chaired on to fix the goal yeah. net. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Oh, Good on you,
1: Ailey. Good zip. on you. That's fucking awesome. And it's also just reminded me of what my other one was. I mean, it's really, there was a bloke that played for Sydney FC who, after having a bad first half, left.
0: <laughs> that's right. What? I saw this. He, he, what? He, he literally brilliant. packed up his bag he and left. His
1: bag and <laughs> drove he? out of the stadium. Was he? Was he? It's <laughs> like, that's me FIFA level rage. <laughs> he is paid to do it. Was he
0: Was he subbed off or
1: was he still supposed to take the field? He played very badly. Oh my God. So, he reportedly regretted his actions and came back. Jack,
2: if you switch to that, I'm going to vote for you. I've
1: switched to that. Okay,
2: I vote for Jack. I'm going to vote for Joe because
1: Jack was triggered by Joe's.
0: I'm going to vote for Tom oh, no, himself. No, no uh, Tom. Tom Walter, not Tom. Tom, Tom. Walter is uh, the, the gunner. That, gun gun that was horrible. Was and actually... you comped one last year as well, yeah. so Ooh. it's two
1: for two. I also vote for Tom's one. <laughs>
0: no, sorry. I can't
3: Tom's, win. Not Tom's one. You. No, you, no, no one wins because Tom, you lose. You, <laughs> Tom, Tom is.
1: You broke gumnut of the week. Tom doesn't <laughs> win gumnut of the week. Tom is gumnut of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Gumnut Sports. Tom's been fired again, pending further notice, after a shocking gumnut of the week. I'm because sorry. That, thanks for listening, and also thanks Tom for not reading the bit about the beds being too short. There
2: was just a tall man in a bed. What was I supposed to think of that? Oh, <laughs> athletes can't fit in the beds. That's a flaw.
1: Uh, I can't believe a guy left at halftime. Like
2: my-